0: stand to our feet. We're going to turn in our Bibles to Acts 24 and verse 24, and we'll read through verse number 27. Acts 24 and 24, and we'll read through verse number 27. And the scripture says this, and after certain days, when Felix came with his wife, Drusilla, which was a Jewess, he sent for Paul and heard him concerning the faith in Christ. And as he reasoned of righteousness, temperance, and judgment to come, Felix trembled and answered, Go thy way for this time. When I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. He hoped also that money should have been given him of Paul, that he might loose him. Wherefore he sent for him the oftener and communed with him. But after two years, Porcus. Festus came into Felix's room, and Felix, willing to show the Jews a pleasure, left Paul bound. Amen. Let's pray and ask God to move in the remainder of this service. Jesus, we thank you, Lord, for your goodness and your mercy. And God, we pray your blessing on the rest of this service. God, I pray as we look into your word. I pray that you would let it convict, that you would let it cut into every heart as you said it would, that you would change us today by your word, Lord. We know your word is powerful, all-powerful, and God, we pray in the name of Jesus that it would be received in this house, Lord, that it would change us today, Lord, in the mighty name of Jesus. And one more time, would we give some praise to God and thank him if you're glad to be in the house of the Lord today. Hallelujah. Amen. You can be seated. I want to preach to us on this thought, the right time, the right time. And so I just want to preach a simple message from this story today about this governor named Felix that Paul had some interaction with. You see, the apostle Paul was imprisoned at this time in Caesarea. And the reason he was being held in Caesarea was because he was preaching the gospel inside of Jerusalem. He was proclaiming the word of God. Even after some people warned him. And even a warning from the Holy Ghost that told him that if he went to Jerusalem and he preached the word of God, that bad things would happen, that he would be bound, that he would be even murdered in that place of Jerusalem. But he lived on. Because he was arrested and then taken to Caesarea. His citizenship allowed him to be able to appeal his case to Caesar as he was a Roman by citizen. And so he's in jail and he has this governor who is over the area of Caesarea who's in charge of him at this time. And I find it interesting that everywhere Paul goes, he just preaches the gospel. He just lives the gospel And people are convicted by the Holy Ghost that is in him. And so it should be with us as well. Amen. That God should move through us. That God should be in us. What a blessing that we have received the word of God. What a blessing that we have received the spirit of God and the whole gospel. Amen. There is no other gospel, he told the Galatian church. He said, if we or an angel from heaven preach any other gospel than the gospel that I have preached, let him be accursed. We have received the gospel. We have received the word of God, and that is a blessing today. Amen. This Bible that we hold is a blessing that we have in our hands, and the word should be inside of us. Because if the word is inside of us, We can be a light to our world. Amen. It's such a blessing, I just want to say at the onset here, that we have this truth. There is no other truth. And you've got to receive all that it has for you today. It's the will of God, if you're sitting in this house, that you follow and obey the word of God. Because if we follow and obey the Word of God, we will be made whole. We will be made complete. We will be made complete in Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I've come to preach today the right time. It's the right time. In our text here, Governor Felix is an example that we can look at and we can reflect on for ourselves for governor Felix was not exactly a good example sometimes we have to talk about a bad example to learn what a good example is sometimes we have to talk about the sad stories in the word of God and sadly this governor Felix did not Receive the word of God. For the Bible tells us, first of all, that Felix was interested in receiving from God. Amen. He was interested, as many of us are, in this house. Amen. Some of us come here today because we're hungry for God. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing that we have a hunger for God. It's a good thing that we go to the man of God. Seeking to receive from the word of the Lord. Amen. I commend you for that here today. Amen. That you've come to church, even though it's warm in here. You've come to church with your Bible. You've come to church in your Sunday's best because you want to receive something from God. Praise the Lord. That's a good thing. Amen. Even though Felix didn't have everything together, he at least had that he wanted to come to the hear the word of the Lord. He wanted to receive what Paul had, seemingly, because he brought his wife with him. And they came to that prison cell, and they said, Paul, we want to know what it is that you have. We want to know the word of God. And so Paul began to teach to him. The Bible says that he began to teach to him about righteousness. Amen. We still preach righteousness In this church we still believe that God can make us holy and that God is a holy God hallelujah and so we have to repent of our sins before the Lord we have to turn away from the evil that is inside of us and we have to humble ourselves to the Lord this is what Paul was preaching To this governor named Felix. He was preaching that you've got to leave your old life behind. And you have to follow Jesus. Friend of mine, I've come to preach that same word here today. That you've got to leave everything behind. And you must follow Jesus. Because if you follow Jesus, your life will be made whole. If you follow Jesus, we have the hope of heaven. Hallelujah! We have the hope that we'll see our Savior face-to-face if we'll follow Him, if we'll follow the Word of the Lord. We've got to follow Jesus. You've got to follow Jesus. There's no life like following Jesus. There's no peace like following Jesus. There's no joy like there is in following Jesus. But the Bible tells us that there is fruit of the Spirit. And the fruit of the Spirit, it's love. It's joy. It's peace. It's even long-suffering. The Holy Ghost has good things for you. So you've got to receive the Holy Ghost in you. But it only comes... If we submit ourselves to God, pastor, if we humble ourselves to God, if we make the Lord wash us clean, we allow the Lord to wash us clean. He preached this message of righteousness. Praise God. But not only that, he preached a message of temperance. We got to control ourselves. I just want to preach on that for a minute here if you've received from God, His righteousness, then we ought to walk in that righteousness. The writer of Hebrews in chapter six, he said, let's not lay again the foundation of repentance from sin. And what he was saying is that there is more for the Christian. There is more for the believer than just going back to sin. If you've been washed in the blood of Jesus, By the waters of baptism, there's no sense in going back. There's no reason to go back because we've received of the Lord. That is a blessing, and we've got to walk in righteousness. We've got to walk in temperance in the name of Jesus. He also preached to him about the judgment even. Paul told him everything. He told the governor from, from uh, book to book. He told them from, from cover to cover the whole truth of God's word. He told them that there will one day be a judgment. You see, friend of mine in this house, right now we live in God's grace. We live in a period where God allows us to live our lives the way that we want to. But there's coming a day where he will judge us And he's coming for a holy bride. He's coming for a righteous bride. He's coming for a church that's ready to meet him. And I don't know about you, but I want to be ready for his judgment. I want to be ready to meet my Savior. He preached to him these things. That there's going to come a day when time has run out. He said, Felix, you don't know. When the Lord is coming back. We don't know. Jesus said no man knows the hour. No man knows the time when the Lord is coming back. And so we have to be ready. For the Bible also tells us that he that endures to the end shall be saved. We have the hope of salvation, but it's only going to be if we serve him today and if we serve him tomorrow and if we serve him next week and it happens right now because today is the right day and right now is the right time. Somebody say it's the right time. And so he reasoned with him. He was trying to tell him, you have got to follow Jesus. You have got to follow Jesus. But the Bible tells us Felix trembled when he heard these words. He trembled. That tells me he was feeling something. He was feeling the Lord convicting him. Maybe some of you in this house are feeling the Lord convicting you in this house. Maybe other times you've been in services, you feel the Lord, and you shake under the power of the Holy Ghost because you feel God moving on you. That's a good thing. But let me tell you the sad part of the story. The sad part of the story is that Felix said, go thy way. He said, hey, go. For this time, when I have a convenient season, I will call for thee. He said, Paul, you know what? It's just not a good time right now. You know what? Maybe I will live for the Lord later. Maybe I'll live for God next week. You know, pastor, maybe I'll live for God when I get married. Maybe I'll stop playing with sin when I, when I get married. I haven't come to mess around today. I hope you're hearing me here today. Felix had this this in him, that I've got more time. I've got more time. i got all the time in the world. I've heard people tell me that. Emilio, I've got all the time in the world. I come to tell you, we don't know how much time we have. What's even more sad is he hoped for money. He wanted a bribe from Paul so that he could let him out of jail. And thus we see really what was in his heart. He wasn't coming to Paul to just hear the word of God and be convinced and converted. Even though he shook deep down on the inside of his heart, all he wanted is Paul's money. And Paul's money so that he could let him out and and have that money. You see, Jesus makes the statement, he said you can't serve two masters. You can't serve God and serve money. Now, money is a good thing, and we use money to impact the nations, as you saw. Praise God. But it's the love of money. That is what's evil. You see, he was in love with something that was not the Lord. Now, I'm not saying that it's money specifically in this house, but I'm saying, who is your God today? Who is your God today? Who have you made an idol in your life? The Lord says that I am one Lord. And he said this. He said through Moses that you, will, you should serve the Lord your God with all of your heart, all of your mind, all your strength. We should serve him and him alone. But the sad part is Felix said, you know what? I can worry about that later for now. I just want my money. Well, then in just a few verses, Pastor, the Bible tells us two years later that there was a new governor who came to take his seat. Festus came in. And while Festus is taking over as governor, they're going through the list of prisoners. And Felix, sadly, uh, you can come to the piano, Brother Lucas. Felix sadly says, you know what? There's this man, Paul, on the list. Let's leave him bound, is what he says. Let's leave him bound in chains. And then we never hear of Felix again because Felix's time was over. Felix thought he had time where he could receive from God. But the right time had already passed. He was too late. And now he would never see Paul again. And now there's a new governor that came in And what's worse is he left the man of God bound in chains. Now, what what does that mean to us here today? Here's just what I felt like God put on my heart for it to mean. Is we choose, the Bible tells us in Proverbs, to guard your heart. We can guard our heart. We can allow things in or out of our heart. We can block things from getting inside of us. And so in a way... That's kind of what Felix did, is he was blocking out the word of God. He was blocking out the man of God from speaking to him. And he left him in chains. You see, we, if we're not careful, we can leave the word of God locked up. We can leave the word of God closed up and never allow it inside of our heart. We can leave this thing bound, just like he left Paul bound. If we're not careful, we can reject the word of God. We can say, no, give me a more, at a more convenient time, I'm going to do this. We can do that if we're not careful. And then our time will be over. And then our time will run out. I come with a simple message today, Pastor. It's the right time today. It's the right time for you to serve God. The right time for you to serve God is right now. Not next week. Not next year. Not when you have things together. But God has graced you to hear the word of the Lord. God has allowed you to hear the preaching of the Bible. God has graced you to hear Acts 2.38 preached. God has graced you to hear this. What a blessing we have. And so now is the time. In 2 Corinthians 6 and 2, Paul wrote this. He said, now is the accepted time. He said, now is the day of salvation as we stand to our feet all around the house. He said, right now is the day of salvation. Praise God. I know maybe this is a little too elementary for some of us here today. But I've got to serve God today. I've got to live for God today. A guest that's in this house, I've come to tell you, you've got to live for God today. You should choose to follow Jesus today. You can humble yourself before God today. And if you'll humble yourself before God today, He'll run to meet you. He will find you. He will fill you with His Spirit. He will wash you clean of your sins. Hallelujah. The gospel still works today. The gospel still works today in 2023. So friend of mine, I've come to ask you, will you receive? Will you receive the truth of God's word? Will you follow Jesus today? Hallelujah. There's no reason to turn back. Hallelujah. Because Jesus is coming back soon. Jesus is coming back soon. There will be a judgment one day, Felix. So you should repent today. You should repent today. Felix probably had everything he could ever want in his life being a governor he probably had all the money he probably had even fame but he didn't have jesus hallelujah we could gain the whole world but if we don't have jesus we don't have anything at all hallelujah and so i want to i want to ask if we can open up this altar I want to ask if anybody would find a place to pray today and say that this is the right time. This is the right time. I'm going to serve you, Lord. I'm going to serve you, Lord, more today than I did yesterday. I'm not saying, Lord, a more convenient season. I'm not looking for a more convenient season, but I'm going to serve you right now. I'm going to serve you right now with all that I have. I'm going to follow you, Jesus. Hallelujah, saint and guests alike. I want you to invite you to come to this altar and lift your hands and humble yourself to God. Hallelujah. Would you call on the name of Jesus? Would you call on the name of Jesus? Hallelujah. Let's call on his name right now. I want to follow you, God. It's the right time, saint. It's the right time. Oh, Jesus. Right now is the right time.